Mosaki and Mosa Shatanyan and Mosayan and Aid. See on the Mosa Shiatama walk on the Yanda and Mohanan Aid. Mohanian and Aid. Sikanianda Naid, Mosashiata Naid, Mokanianda Naid, Mosiantana Mohanaid, Mosanshianda Mohanaid, Mokanaid, Sikanaid, Motehanid, Mosanaid, Mosanaid, Dikanaid, Naid, 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 Jesus, Naid. Naid, 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 naid. Naid, 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 naid. Gotta do it over and over and over and over again. Because he do it over and over and over and over again. Because he can do it over and over and over and over again. And he's willing to do it over and over and over and over again. Regarding his love for you. Release it unto you over and over and over and over again. Even the higher measure is still over and over again. Waking you up again. Having you to know who you are again. Renewing your mind again. Keeping your eyes on Christ again. Worshiping again. Praising again. Stirring yourself up again. Remaining positive again. Giving forth a praise that never be contained again and again and again. For you are faithful for receiving his faithfulness unto you. Because he is faithful. And we are forever faithful in him. Again and again and again. You determined again. And again and again and again. You stand firm again. And again and again and again. You renew your mind again. And again and again and again. You convince yourself. You persuade yourself who you are in Christ again and again and again. And who he is in you again and again and again and again. For our Father is still the same. He never changed. He's showing us how to be faithful. How to mean what we say and say what we mean. Allow our no's to be no and our yeses to be yes. Teaching us how to not change our mind. Not counseling things that we can help it. And at the last minute at that. Again and again and again. You have such a hunger. Such a thirst. To continue to go forward again and again and again and again and again for there are no limits. So here's me going again and again. Not worry about what people say or think. Here I am, Father, again. They may look at you crazy, call you crazy, but here we are again. As the people come to me, here goes this same woman every freaking day. God darn, man. Here come God again. I'm worried about my bills, but here come this lady. I don't want to hear what she got to say, but here's God answering you again. He's not looking at your flesh. He hears your heart again. He knows that your spirit man knows what time it is, but you won't allow it to live again. 
Because you're allowing your flesh to rule your spirit again. When he's trying to gain your attention again. To have your spirit rule your flesh again. To have your eyes on him again. To have your focus on him again. To seek his ways again. And again and again. Now I used to praise that way. I remember when. No, continue on again. For our Father's faithful to do it over again and again and again. He feed us over again and again and again. Spiritually and naturally over again and again and again. He provides for us again and again and again. He released unto us again and again and again. He walked beside us every day, every step of the way again and again and again. And his word remains forever. And we receive it over again and again and again and again. Stop changing your mind. Let it be what God says and that's it. And that goes for all of us. That's where he's taking us now. If you say you're going to do something, you must do it. You must do it. If you're not sure, then don't give a complete answer. Because you don't want to be a person out here that many cannot rely on because God is faithful and we can rely on him. So they can't rely on you. They're not going to want to see God through you because they can't even rely on you as a vessel. So be faithful at what you do again and again and again. It is not easy to go out again and again to see some people look at me like I'm strange, like I'm crazy. But here come God on their behalf. I hear you again. You're crying again. You're worried again. You're in fear again. You're turning around again. You're looking down again. Here go help again and again and again. Here's love in your face again. Here's my open arms unto you again. Here's seed in your life again. You're hungry. Here goes something to eat again. I am your provider. Over and over and over again. God say, let me take care of you. Let me take it from here. We are not created to try to figure out anything. It's just to simply yield. And it's not easy to yield. And don't I know that now? Because a lot of people don't sit down and teach us. And many don't teach us because they don't even know. But here we are in a time as this because we yielded. An open heart, a righteous man is a yielded person. I'm hungry for your ways, Lord. Because I know it's not about me. The child's ways are behind. Who can I bless today? Who do you want to, you know, use me to bless today? Who do you want to touch today? Who do you want to wrap your arms around today? Everyone needs God. Everybody needs God. We're not created to need no one or nothing else. And that's why many of us are not satisfied. When it comes to searching. To find what's only found in God. And here he is again. And again and again and again. Hallelujah, again 
Hallelujah. Again. Hallelujah. Again. And again. And again. Hallelujah. Again. Holy. 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 Again. Holy. 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 Again. Seraphims. Again. I stand up again. To look at Satan again. Using my authority again. Knowing that I got up when Christ got up again. Knowing that I take back everything again and again and again and again. And not just me, regarding my neighbor. The spiritual warfare is just remaining faithful as to who you are again and again. And many of the time, we don't know that we are actually being challenged in that area. That's why it's called spiritual warfare. It's not a tug and war. There's no heaven and hell going back and forth over you. We already won again and again and again. We remain victorious. That's who we are. Again and again, there's no limit to the agains. It's forever. When it comes to God, there are no lids. There's no debt. The into the wet nor the height. It just is. When I say again and again, that means it just is. It don't stop. But it is finished. Hallelujah. There are people all across the world who need God in us. I'm starting to see a lot of these commercials with these children and these people bones sticking out of their body due to being malnourished not even nourished at all naturally even though we feed kids feed people feed people in the line and what happens when the supply runs out naturally that was the purpose of Peter's statement. That's why Christ said, don't take nothing with you. He wasn't talking to them in the natural sense, even though they did that in the natural. Because he wasn't to know, I am he. Everything you need, you think I can't come through for you and supply unto you? So if you feel like you don't have, or you hungry, or you about to go through a challenge, that I don't even know that you think I don't know then who am I to you if you think I can't feed you then you cannot call me your provider if you don't think I healed you not will heal you have healed you have healed you because I got up already I am not your healer If you're feeling disturbed, weighed down, even during persecution, when I provided every testimony as to me being here on earth, so are you. And you are in the greatest generation. And yet you're still moved. I am not your comforter. And that's all he's showing us how to remain faithful, being Christ like. Not Christ-like most of the time. And then we get emotionally disturbed. 
we're waiting. It should not be a problem to wait. And I lift both of my hands up and both of my feet. It should not be a problem to wait. That's like having a present for your child's birthday. And you told them ahead of time about that present that they always wanted. And they ask you all day, every day, please, 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 mom, mom, or dad, dad, dad. And they walk away sad every time you say the same thing. Not yet. It's not the time yet. And they don't want to play with nothing else they can play with. They just want that very thing right there. You want to eat? I'm not hungry right now. I want my present. You have a car. I want that present right there. That's what I want. I don't want nothing but that. Before you found out about the present, you was happy, you were playing, you were cheerful, you were eating. All of a sudden, when you be told, not yet, we don't like to hear not yet. We want to hear, go ahead. Go. Yes. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't mean it's not yours. It just means it is yours, but it's not yet for you to have. But it belongs to you. And all God is doing is teaching us how to remain Christ-like in the midst of everything. I say, Father, you know what's best for me. Why is my heart so heavy? Why am I throwing tantrums? I must wait. How can I say wait on the Lord and I'm being discovered in the area of waiting? I thank you for the knowledge that I've grown. It's better late than never. And better yet, it's so much better the next time. When it comes to me having to wait for something that God says, it won't be the same response ever again. Hallelujah. Those who wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. It wasn't easy for any of us as children of God since we've been here on this earth to wait for anything. Hallelujah. Just like it started with Eve. Hallelujah. Not even Eve. It started all the way from Satan used to be Lucifer. He heard a conversation with God in Christ. We created everything so far. Now it's time to make man in our own image. Satan like what? Didn't even get a chance to hear the rest. To even encounter the rest. Because he got kicked out. Before he can see the rest. Which is what we in right now. And the archangels created by, you know, by his side as, as he is. Seeing them prosper in such a way for such a time as this. And you inherited eternal death. Because you couldn't wait. All you saw was you wanted to be worshipped. And here got God creating people in his image. And you wanted to be in that image. Didn't even wait to see all he had for you. And there goes Eve. 
Don't eat off this tree. It's forbidding unto you and Adam. You eat all the trees of life, not this one. Don't touch it. And here comes Satan. They meet up with God every day. He caught her by, him, by herself. So that means Adam was doing something else. And don't say how far away he was from her. But I'm sure he wasn't that far away. But he was far enough not to see Satan have that conversation with her. And all she had to do was wait for Adam to get back. Better yet, just wait on the Lord. Everybody testimony in the Bible, every single testimony in every 66 books is about us not being patient to wait on God. Ended all the way up to even the uh, apostles, Peter, all of them. Many had an issue about waiting. Hallelujah. Everyone had an issue about waiting. We all have. We all did. And God is using me to say today. Here I am again. Here I am again. And again and again. The same yesterday, today, forevermore. My mercies are new every day. Every morning. Let your response be different because let not your heart be troubled. Those who wait on me, those who wait on me patiently, I will, I shall renew your strength. Why are you throwing a tantrum? So let's leave that in the past. Because in this season, we're not entertaining anything we don't want to walk in. We're not even going to pay attention to it. Because they have nothing in us. Being impatient, even though we were that way, it has nothing in us. Be removed. None is behind us. Let's move forward. Patiently waiting on the Lord. Gladly. Because we know He is our provider, our creator, our everything, our banner, our everything. Every name is a supplier to everything in every area you would need God to be. But I love provider. I love that God is there. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He don't just provide financially. He provides himself. And when he comes, there goes the kingdom. But seek me first. Seek me first. My righteous ones, seek me first. How do we seek God first? By knowing that effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail of much. That's seeking God first. Going to God about it in prayer. 
everyone had an issue about waiting. We all did, but Christ. From Adam and Eve, all the way to, you know, still today. And guess what? It is behind us. Because now that we know, because we just received a fresh revelation. And we're not going to preach and teach and live in a way and be unaware that we are speaking words that we don't want to experience or encounter due to our love for God. So now we are aware how much we benefit from waiting. That's why it seems so troublesome to wait because you benefit from it. Increase comes with it. Prosperity comes with it. Abundance comes with it. Rewards. And it never ends. But I want you to be so proud of yourself. Because heaven is celebrating for you. You know why? Because even though we had the tantrums, we cried, got upset, said things, but we still remained in position. Hallelujah. That's like talking trash. But you washing those dishes though. What you say? Nothing. Okay. But God's mercies are new. You know, are new every morning. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about my life. I'm so excited about your lives. I remember my entire life. I wanted to get to this point right here today. What is it like to have a life with nothing missing, knocking or broken? Everything that I could think of that God put in my heart to do regarding humanity. Here I am fulfilling it. And I'm so proud of myself because I remember that time, five or six years old, wondering what would that day look like? And now I'm here witnessing it. Here on earth as it is in the kingdom. Did not go home prematurely. Did not commit suicide. Did not drink myself to death. Did not claim no sickness. Did not claim no disease. Did not claim no poverty. But I sat there and looked at God and cried upon him. And he repositioned me back. Won't he do it? Again and again and again. Please excuse me. I couldn't mute out the alarm. I'm supposed to, you know, go somewhere. I'm excited too. I'm excited. I haven't been out this house. <laughs> oh God, it's been months. It's been months. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to go with, you know, spiritual family members like you and just do things of God. But God knows every heart. It's so good to fellowship. But when it comes to us trying to attach ourselves to people, trying to lean on their strength because we feel afraid or nervous or, you know, sudden fear, God's going to deal with that because he don't want you to depend on anybody and lean on anybody when he want you to depend and lean on him. Malina, not to your own understanding. And that goes for all of us. Hallelujah. I am very excited. 
because we are still here. And I thank God for those who went home prematurely. You are in the kingdom. You are in the kingdom. And continuing to bless us while we're here. Being a part of us while we're here. Because the kingdom is on the inside of us. So enjoy everything that is coming your way. Because you are favored. You are graced. Stop searching and seeking after money to do things in ministry. Stop thinking about people sowing into your life. Well, how can you get people to sow into your life? God, look at that too. When he searches the heart, he searches to find everything he needs to see. That he already know, but he wants you to know. By saying, who do you say he is to you? If God tell me to go to another country, I'm not going to ask him, you know, how I'm going to get there or make a request made known, put it out there. I need a, chur a charity fund or somebody got to sow into my life. No. If you told me I'm going, then you already made the way. Thank you. Don't forget, you know, the restaurant's, you know, coverage. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Hallelujah. God has shown me a cupcake with a candle on it. He does that every time he communes with us. And a cupcake is just a symbol of a celebration. Like it's your birthday. You're giving birth to new life. You're giving birth to new realms. Oh, God. I never said that before. I never said that before. <laughs> and it felt so good to say it. Because that's what's happening. Let me say it again. Oh, Father. You give me a God. Let it come out like, like I said it at first, Father. Please. You can't even lie. Come on, man. Oh, God. Go back to the cupcake. It's a symbol of a celebration. It's your birthday. You're giving birth to new life, oh God. You're giving birth to new realms. New realms. You're giving birth to a life of abundance. In a land that's already flowing with milk and honey. On the way, when Moses led the Israelites on their way to freedom, to the promised land, and they call the promised land their freedom, you know, freedom land. I didn't read not one person said, we already free. We already in a promise. It don't care when we step our feet upon God, we just not in Egypt anymore. My God, 400 years of that mess. Now we're stepping out. I don't get right here is my promise line. Because I'm out of that line of poverty. Out of side of poverty is a life of abundance, a life of wealth, a life of prosperity. So you step out of poverty. There it is. Here you are already in it. And many died thinking they had, they didn't get there yet. They died other places. 
due to old age or whatever. And thinking they die and not going to the promised land. You already in the pro You know what? <laughs> we got to stop looking at things in the natural so much. Because when God says things, it don't make no natural sense. But when you see it through, oh God. Look how it manifests in the natural like that. And it gains people to him. Because of the glory that rests upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again and again. Hallelujah. Again and again. Realms upon realms. Again and again. Blessed be our measure. Again and again. Wherever I go is blessed. Again and again. Wherever I touch it prosperous. Again and again. My whole house is blessed. Again and again. Because as for me and my house. Again and again. We will serve the Lord again and again. No weapon again and again that's formed against you and I again and again should never ever prosper again and again. Hallelujah. Again and again means it remains that way. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. And you are here. You're stepping into what does it feel like to accomplish above what you can ask or even think because you chose to stand firm. It didn't feel good, but it don't matter. You here. You here. You didn't quit. You might thought about it. But God has moved by what you're doing now. You are here. I am here. And because you're here, enjoy coming up higher and receiving your reward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm proud of you. Heaven is proud of you. Heaven is cheering you on. When it comes to us doing things in ministry, guys, sometimes we wake up, we don't feel like, and it be the times we know we got something important to do. Those be the times we don't feel like getting up to do anything. That's what it's called, press. I woke up this morning, I felt like doing everything other than what I wanted, what I was, you know, asked to do. And here go Holy Spirit talking through me. So amazing how the spirit of truth on the inside of us Look at me face to face. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, even Holy Spirit increased realm upon realm in your life. Holy Spirit looked at me face to face. What are you saying, Cornisha? Uh-uh. You know what you're about to do? What you've been asking to do? Go out. And you're going around family members spiritually. And be used. Aren't you excited? To put God first. To care about humanity first. To lower yourself and put them first. See, we got to remain, guys. Because many of us feel like we're getting a little tired. We want to, you know, put ourselves first a little bit. Then we start canceling affairs and canceling functions. 
and it becomes noticeable. You got to remain faithful at it. You're a leader. That means you got people following Christ through you. And you might be the only thing or the closest thing to Christ they will ever receive. So you must remain Christ-like. Christ never told any disciple, let me go to the beach this day. I, you know, give me a second, guys. We ain't going to do this today. You know, I'm not going to speak today. I'm, you know, I'm going to lay at the water, you know. Give me a tan. Y'all go ahead. Never said that. Because God would never say that. We can't be like that. God will let you know when it's time to rest, when it's time to relax, when it's time to pamper yourself. Because guess what? You don't have to do it. He's going to do it for you. And it's so much better when he do it for us. Because everybody been fed and there goes your time that God set aside for you. Not you setting it aside for yourself. Because everybody else staggering trying to figure out what we got to do next. You must remain faithful. That goes for all of us in ministry. To the highest leader all the way down to the lowest. And remember, to be honest, we are all on one accord. Trust me, we are. In the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Gotta be faithful. Can't have the attitude, I'm tired to go minister. But I got enough energy to go to the mall. I got enough energy to go on a flight, to go to the beach. Go to an island. Go sit in the sun, have some fun. But there are people out here who don't have an answer to their problem. And you're sitting around relaxing, filled with all the answers. You're overflowing on the beach, but not releasing it in the atmosphere where it's supposed to be set. That's not what Christ did. So that's not Christ's life. Hallelujah. Usually when God sent me out, I don't eat. I don't eat. Much as I do eat, guys, when I'm in ministry, when I'm going out, I don't have an appetite at all until I'm done. So when God, you know, had me to, you know, fulfill what he sent me out to do or sent me to whatever country or whatever state or whatever neighborhood to do, then the hunger comes back. I'm not hungry for that. Because the hunger that I have, natural food can't even come close to that. It wouldn't even feel right me eating right now. I'm about to leave out in another hour. That's not the fullness I'm looking for. Because I'm already full spiritually to release. I keep seeing these YouTube commercials with these babies, these children, bones sticking out of their bodies. And then they have some other commercials where they having people to, to give the worstest part of their life to gain people back to the kingdom. But those people that's given those, you know, statements never even encountered that as a testimony. So you can't even naturally really relate. You can't gain a soul by exaggeration or lying. You never been through that. But you know somebody out here have. That's not how you gain a soul. You don't gain a soul by the trouble. You gain them by the solution, the love. That's the difference. You don't gain them by the similarities naturally. It's the similarities spiritually, supernaturally. 
I was supposed to move December the 11th, two blocks away from where I am now. And they just told me, be patient, just wait. So I had a lot of things that were given, you know, bought for me, you know, family members, especially during this holiday time, even I bought for me. And I had those things, you know, I didn't want to open nothing up. I wanted to start everything fresh in that new place. And I said, what am I waiting for? It's wound up there three, almost a month now. Open these things up. I'm sitting here with everything at one time, guys. <laughs> everything, you know. Essential, you know, oils. Going with the different lights. I ordered some lights. <laughs> Color lights. Oh, God. Got everything going at once. New outfit. <laughs> new things for my room. New conference sets. <laughs> Bathroom sets. Everything up at the same time today. What am I waiting for? Those are gifts. Use them now. <laughs> Hallelujah. God would do it. Things that don't go out right, I'm trying to tell you, that's God protecting you. He showed me a shield. He showed me a red door. That means protection. He showed me a white door. That's purity. Purifying protection. Mean that it's nothing going to get between you and God. It's pure, divine. You have a covenant with your father. And I want you to really meditate on that. What is my covenant with God? What keeps me standing with God? What keeps me going back and, and keep going back and not giving up? What is it? What is this covenant? What words come to your heart about your covenant? You know what my covenant is? It's that he's a man that he shall not lie. Maybe he's a son of man that he shall repent. And he said it, he would do it. And I love that God never sleeps. Never slumber, never sleeps. That means a lot to me. That means that he's always watching me. That means he has his full focus on me and you. And that's how we are called the apple of his eye. His eyes don't go no other place but in your direction all the day long. So I want to say this before you guys. Father, you have made me some great promises. And I receive them greatly. And I receive vision and dream and prophecy upon prophecy regarding them. And then I had many tantrums. I didn't understand. I got loud. I cried. Heavy hearted. Was very impatient at times. And now this day I have graduated. To a higher level. Of nevertheless. Being unto me. According to that word. Standing firmly on what I just said. Not wavering with my patience. Not wavering with my waiting. Because I'm waiting on you. Not waiting for you to do what you already done. But my waiting is me benefiting during the time before I receive the full manifestation of the natural. So during the time you release it unto me spiritually, if I receive it naturally, there is some learning, there is some growing, there are some things to benefit from that, you know, that space, that time. 
And what is it called? Glory upon glory. Because the more we learn, the better we become. And that's glory upon glory. And I want to ask you, Father, to forgive me. Jesus, forgive me. You guys, forgive me. All I have forgive me. Hallelujah. Okay, God. Let me give a quick testimony. Okay. My mom don't know this yet. <laughs> I got accepted at many colleges, guys. When I was in D.C., you know, high school, my grades were, you know, were dropping. Not because, you know, I didn't know it. When I was there, I was a straight-A student. But it's the fact that my attendance, I was hooking school a lot. The school was huge, the biggest school that I ever seen. And, you know, they gave us a lot of privileges. And I took advantage of those privileges. And, I, you know, I hooked school a lot. The door was open. They're not going to chase you. You want to leave out? Go ahead. Okay, we left out a lot. And my mom was like, "Uh uh-uh. This is not you. I'm taking you out of D.C. school. (laughs) Matter of fact, we're moving to Maryland. We moved to Courage Hill. Since 2001. And I went to high school, finished the last, you know, two years of high school at Potomac High School. And... My grades went up tremendously fast because I didn't have that distraction, you know. And I got so many college, you know, being accepted in many colleges, local colleges, out-of-state colleges, universities. And it wasn't even me applying, guys. I didn't apply. It was my teachers doing it for me due to my SAT scores, things like that. And I made sure I kept that a copy of the mailbox key. Oh God, Mom, I'm grown now. Can't beat me anymore. God. No her, she probably would try. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I kept a copy of the mailbox key. And I tore every single one of them up. I tore them up. Threw them in the trash. She never knew. Until today. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. God. She don't be on here, but you know what it is. It is what it is. I tore them all up. I said, God, do you want me to go to college? I'll go. I'll do anything for you. And God said, No. I want to be the one who teach you because you're a sponge. I have to be the one to fulfill you because you run with things, and I don't want you to run in the wrong direction. Because God knows I'm really big, you know, when it comes to solving things. Because of the gift of insight, intuition, and discernment. So I was, you know, I was in that criminal justice field, that, you know, that private investigation. I was into that. You know, that FBI, forensic files type of thing. And God was like, no, you're gifted for that, but not for that, not in that area. I said, well, let me go to a, a college, a university of the Bible, you know, Bible college university sort of thing. No. Why not? Because honestly, many of them there would try to tear down what I'm building because they're thinking they're teaching you the whole time. I'm be sending you there for them to learn. So 
So let me just pull you away and let me do everything. Because for, for real, seriously, friends, I have people in my family pulling me all over, even friends and school teachers pulling me in all these directions. And I was like confused. But here comes God's voice outside them all. You're called to preach. And I didn't want to tell people that. I used to hate when they asked the question. What are you going to do? What are you going to be? You know, you're up there in your age now. You're about to leave high school. What are you about to do with yourself? Write a thousand page essay about what you're about to do with yourself. I'm like, God, I don't want to tell them because they're going to laugh at me. Because I always saw the end down to the beginning my whole life. But not every detail in the end. But I can see whatever I seek to find, I find. And I already knew that they would laugh ahead of time if I said anything. So I just didn't say anything. Or the response that I got, even when I did, just to prove myself that I was right. What? A preach? Go around the world, what? Preaching the gospel? They know nine to five. I was like, Father. God. They're not supporting me. They're not okay with this. They're, you know? Then I started questioning. Well, God, let me be a lawyer. I'll be the best lawyer. I'll be the best brain surgeon. Let me be something with a name to it. Let me be that. I'll be the best. God said, I've given you a name. You know what? I've given you a name. I've called you. I've ordained you. You are destined to be here. For such a time. I could have had you and you know. In the older times, biblical times, I want you here, this up, amongst this family, this body of believers, this specific group of believers in the body, this way. And right then and there, I said, does it matter if I get laughed at? People look at it strange. I always answer, what is it? I'm called to preach the gospel. Okay, okay, all right. God taught me how to hell, I mean, how to hold my head up. You keep your head up. You don't need no one to lift up your head. He is the lifter of your head. He is your counselor. So stop venting on social media about your personal business when you can talk to your counselor. Your counselor is the same one who's your prince of peace. Your rock of all ages. That means that it's nothing that mocks him by surprise. He knows exactly how you feel. Regarding all ages of time. And I didn't care about the support. I wasn't supported. My mom them didn't understand. Thank God I didn't show those college, you know, acceptance letters. Nope.
I don't even know what teachers it was. I was told it was my teachers from another teacher, guidance counselor. Wouldn't tell me who it was. Another teacher entered me in this Merlin Coat beauty pageant. Coat means, you know, teenager. You'll be, you know, teen America, teen, no, not teen America, teen Merlin. Miss Merlin. God said no. That was a major distraction. The devil tried to use my outer beauty to cause me to know or think and to be deceived on what I'm actually called to do. He tried to have me to put the focus on myself and not God. Because many of the times you in these pageants, you're about yourself. How you look, how you present yourself. And you must be perfect at all times. Don't all of that sound unlike God? And he was moving fast too. I received a blue ribbon. That's the highest in that pageant in Maryland at that time. They say, send us a picture of you. I'm like, who, who entered me in this? It came from my school. Who entered me in this? What teacher did this? They never said anything. They said, send us a picture. I said, I'm just going to play around with them. I'm just going to send a picture. I took a face, you know, a face shot. I sent it in. They sent me a gold, I mean, a, a blue ribbon. You are the number one finalist. So I done skipped the whole entire process. The skits and all the, the trying to sell yourself in front of the crowd, the hula hoops and the dancing and the singing. I skipped all of that to go straight to the next person who's the runner up. Who's going to get the ribbon? Who's going to get the title? Skipped all that to receive the title. And God said, No. No. You cannot be what somebody else wants you to be. You be what God called you to be. Because you're not going to feel right doing anything else. It don't matter if it's the family's business, legacy, whatever. If it's not what God wants you to do, guess what? It's not what God wants you to do. Don't ever think that what God called you to do, that you won't prosper. You won't receive, you know, prosperity, abundance. Because that natural mentality cannot come close to compare what God has already stored with you when it comes to the you know, area of wealth. The level of glory upon glory he has upon your life. Now God is saying to me, cheers. Oh God, cheers. Time to celebrate. Time to celebrate. Time to celebrate. Time to celebrate. God. Hallelujah. And here I am, look at me today. The same people that didn't really support me and didn't understand. Like, you go, girl. That's my granddaughter. That's my sister. Oh, that's my daughter. That's my mama. God. You understand? I love it. I'm not going to sit here and not say I don't love being used by God. You can't tell me enough of being used by God. I'm trying to tell you, feel good to have power. But we don't misuse our power. No, we don't abuse it. No. 
I love being supernatural here in the earth. Yes. And the devil tried to get me to hate it. I used to always be like, man, I'm different. I'm, you know, I'm a mutant. Because <laughs> don't you ever call yourself a mutant. You're not a mutant. Stop looking at them Avenger movies. You're not that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with you. I'm like, they got real X-Men out here. I need to go with them. God. Jeez, I keep transforming. What's your what's the thing you transform into? It's a lion slash you know it's that sheep slash God darn for real though no. my god But we're just like our father Hallelujah Love being different because there's only one you Hallelujah. No one can mimic you. People try. You ever see somebody try to mimic you? And they suck at it? Because <laughs> they can't be you. Like, you try to do that. You don't even sound right saying that. You don't be doing that. So try to be like, God. Only I can do it like that. So let me stop. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> It's time to celebrate and eat good But I must go out and pray first I'm so excited I don't even know who I'm grouping up with Because it's a group text And God is saying go You know my spiritual family Spiritual home Spiritual house God I don't know in a group text I don't have no names They have numbers So whoever show up I mean you know I'm there And I thank God he did You understand I love you Father I thank you Father Thank you Father Thank you for patience. Yeah. I know I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better. Much better. Much better. Because I want to be in an area where I'm running to find opportunities to be patient. I'm not all the way there yet. I'm being real, guys. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through that process. I just got over this. I ain't trying to run into another one. God. But God say this level right here, it opened up the door to everything else. You understand? This opened up the door to everything else that God has. All at once. But how it comes is how it comes. Also for you. The way how you persevere for this specific thing, you don't ever have to do it again. You already endured. And that's why God said, great job. I love you. It's my time for now. Greater is he. Ha! So let me start with that. Oh God. I see a boat. Oh God. I see a boat, guys. Yeah, I see a boat. A nice boat on the dock. Oh God. Is that for me, God, or for one of them? Can it be for us? I mean, I'm trying to go. I ain't lying. I'm trying to today. I'm trying to tell you. Be it on the us, God. I'm trying to tell you. According to that word, I love you. Greater seeds in us than he's in the world. <laughs> I love you.